Tukia te papa, kia hikara, tata, tau ahi, he ahi tu tata, he ahi fita fita, he ahi tautau i ngā kaupapa kei te pai o party people. Ko mihi ngā rangi ahau, nau mai ki te ahi kāroa o ngā takiwhaitikanga o te wā. Welcome, welcome everybody back. Uh, brought to you, this kaupapa brought to you by Public Interest Journalism Fund, of course. We're back in our Kingsland bunker as Omicron roams the streets. But so far, the party bros, uh, Shane, Tipo, and Tau Henare, have managed to sidestep it. Any close brushes with the Cron yet? Uh, yeah, one. Uh, we, we sort of uh, had a bit of a close contact, but that was downgraded um, at the Kura. So, uh, but we're all, we're, all, we're all happy. What did it mean for you? Oh, nothing. I, mean, I don't really care. Um, I, I got my three three shots, you know, three shots for holiday, you know. It's 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 going to get us. Mm. Um, and, and how can it not? Because there's so many. You know, in a couple of days, it'd be five thousand cases a day. Mm. So you know, just got to prepare yourself in the mind. Prepare your your whānau. Don't you know? Go to be hiding in Queensland or wherever if you're allowed to. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Shane? Well, yeah, it's real because I, I've had uh, close whānau and young, very young, like one and six-year-old. And of course, you worry. Um, I've got now I've got workmates, but also I've got a European experience through through my workmates that uh, really got the worst of it. Yeah. That uh, you know, out of the thirty of them, they had whānau that died, so their attitude is a, is a very different one to us. And you know, they they look and they follow the news in Aotearoa and they go, it's a, it's a pathway. Uh, we I. We, we wish that our people have followed our, our, our whānau might have still been alive. So yeah. that's how they view it. Yeah, we, we've, we've been lucky. Yeah. I was meant to go on a shoot later on this week, but uh, mm. he's a close contact, so yeah. that'll be postponed. And I imagine that lots of people will be dealing with that, wow. uh, all of you out there dealing with people at the moment. So let's just get straight sure. into it. Um, we've got an occupation. Some are saying it's an insurrection. At the very least, it's an uprising on Parliament's uh, front lawn. Today is day 15. What do you make of it, Shane? Well, you know... It's not as if this isn't the first time we've had this sort of thing. You know, we, we had 509-odd days in Bastion Point. We had uh, no, no, no Tamato activity, uh, you know, the anti-apartheid movement. Um, but what tends to sort of, where this one is a little bit different, is that it's sort of hard to figure out what the central kaupapa is, and as a result of that, hard to figure out what a pathway out of this is. Yeah, a car driven into the back of the police line this morning. What happens from here? I don't know. I'm blank. You know, when you talk, when you talk about Bastion Point Takaparafa, that was an occupation of their own land. Mm. Okay, this is an occupation of New Zealand's place of government, and I tell you what, um, I, I, and I lay the blame firmly and squarely at Costa's door. That uh, they are moaning about it now, but within the, within the first two days, they missed the boat. And, and, it, and it calls into question what sort of intelligence did you have. For goodness sake, if it had been a bunch of Maoris down there put in a tent up, Mallard wouldn't have stood for it, and nor would the police. Mm. Well, yeah, and abs absolutely right. I saw, saw the Costa, he said that we got our intelligence wrong. Hey, there's a brother on Twitter that, that exposes every single activity. Just follow his just follow his tweet and you knew exactly what was going to go yep. down and when it was going to go down. And, uh, you know, perhaps you could have cut it in the bud uh, early, earlier on, day one, day two, uh, but it seems that the reaction now is to uh, set a hard perimeter and basically basically starve the folks out in terms of goods yeah. and services. Let's see, let's see how that works. But also what happens, I think, is when people come under greater pressure, 
they react sort of differently. And, you know, I think this time last week there might have been a, a bit of goodwill towards them uh, when they're throwing two tie, when they're doing the stuff with the cars, so, some sort of an asset attack. It doesn't take much for the government, uh, sorry, for the public um, goodwill to evaporate. And I think that's what's uh, happening. In, a, in an interview earlier, uh, Police Commissioner um, Costa said, you know, there were only two options, and, and the second option is to see, you know, what happened in the 80s with um, the protests down there with the Red Squad and the rest of it. Is that what you're saying? I mean, uh, no, 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 it's not, it's not what I'm saying. And, and, and I wouldn't want there. that on any person yeah. to, who, who um, has, has protested, as we all have. And we've, we've faced some pretty heavy protests yeah. over our lives yes. in one way or, or another. Mm. But here's the thing, 15 days, and you know, I, would, I will support their right to talk shit, honestly, with whatever they want to uh, talk about. That's a, that's a true democracy. But I won't support them when they throw shit, literally. And as far as I'm concerned, they can all just bugger off home. So, but how do you do that? I guess that's what the uh, what police are saying, isn't it? Better to de-escalate the situation. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you talk about de-escalate, yeah. de but but when did when did they last talk about de-escalation? Mm. Never. Well, I'm not sure how they're going to de-escalate, other than what they're doing. It's probably as a result of the public pressure and the court it all over the weekend. They've set up a parameter. I think that parameter is going to get tighter. They're going to stop goods and services going in. The other thing is that it seems that some of the folks that are down there are turning on, uh, turning on themselves because, you know, there's a, one of the fundamental underlying sort of co-pupper is the conspiracies that exist in a lot of these people's minds. And what happens with conspiracists? often turns internal, and we're starting to see people leave, and some of their initial leaders move away from it. Yeah, I think um, probably the, uh, what I did hear with, the, with Andrew Costa uh, in his interview is that he did refer to, uh, to Ihu Mātou as a de-escalation. Um, so that's to answer your question, when have they well, well, ever done well, de-escalation mm. before? And, and I'm not sure that they're dealing with the same kind of yeah, but, abuse but don't forget, on the front line. Yeah. But let's not forget what... what, what what was going on at Ihumatau. Cops, like, they marched in there. And, they, and, and, uh, and so when people say that they de-escalated, de I don't think so. I think what happened was that the media um, uh, uh, opportunity, um, they de-escalated because quite a few police people didn't want to be seen on, uh, on camera doing what they usually do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and can I also say yes. the other sort of analogy to, in terms of Ihimata, it was out. It wasn't right in the middle of downtown Wellington. Mm. Those folks were never accused because well, it, it didn't happen. Maori, right? Yeah, yeah, but they, but also they weren't having the locals on. They weren't swearing at people. Well, they didn't throw tech. They, they didn't no, have that level of internal. They weren't threatening They weren't threatening, no, they weren't they weren't threatening, threatening journalists. They weren't threatening health yeah. experts, and they weren't um, threatening to. to Hang them high, as we're talking about. Yeah, but, I've, had, but, I, but I've, been on, I've been on yeah. protests and two protests yeah. when I was with the National Party, and I've heard people um, uh, say out loud, we're going we're gonna to string key up. You know, so, so this is not a new phenomenon. Do, but do, you, so, do you agree yeah. with that? Because, you know, have you, you've been on protests and have you seen ropes and trees? Uh, I've, I, I, I've seen bits of it, but... Also, I've seen a lot more discipline where people will very quickly say that's just not acceptable, yeah, and, and, you, and you own that. And they'll but own that's it because you have and, yeah, leadership. And there hasn't been that ownership of it. But also, toe, what I've seen, what I've personally uh, had to put up with is a online threat and ugliness and violence that's aimed at 
and I'm only a bit player in this. All yeah, I do yeah. is come on the show and have a bit of a court at all. But I would just imagine what the people at the centre of it have to put up with. Ha- it's, oh, it's an ugliness oh, I've not ha- seen. Oh, I know. Yes, the occupation oh, is... Oh, um, give me a break. You know, I'm over this, this, oh, I'm under threat. For God's sake, we're building under threat for the last 40-odd years that we've... I, you know, you know when I, I grew up in Ōtara, and my first um, uh, incidents of, of police brutality was when I was about 16 years old and they let loose the dogs on these poor, young Māori and Pacific kids. Mm. I've been living that for years. We have been living that for years. So it hasn't just arrived in the last 15 days because some smelly people want to throw their tickle around the place. For goodness sake, this is all about... You know, I don't agree with them. They're all, they're all on another planet, yep. as far as I'm concerned. Mm. But here's the thing. It's, they are allowed to, mm. to have their opinion. Oh, no, no, yes. I'm not saying that people are not allowed to have their opinion, and I've been on the end of a cop's baton too, but what I'm saying is that there's a real deep ugliness in terms of oh, you're online, most probably on, online, right. online I'm violence. I'm going to the occupation is against the wishes of Mana Whenua Ngāti Toa, mm. uh, is an iwi whose offices oh, well, have been reportedly vandalised, Komato have been abused, mm. their haka's always hijacked. Um, and they've asked them to leave. You know, Māori pr- protester down at Parliament yesterday said that um, they've now turned Parliament into their own marae, yeah. given, but, you know, despite the fact but that's that it actually but, belongs to... But, to but, but, yeah. well, uh, uh, MP, but MPs get up in the house and say, this is my marae. Hoiano, takupātai ki So whose voices are missing here? Whose voices are missing? Yeah, like in the, back the in the day, idea. we would have had it. You know, I, I wouldn't have the faintest idea. These, but, but let's get something real. These people... Down in Wellington, are on the they are on the periphery of our society, okay. So they've not been listened to, and you know we agree that some of their uh, corridor is loopy, but these are people on the edge of society. Yes. And and um, hey, that's that's the fault of the last 40, 50 years politics, not just the last uh, five minutes. I feel sorry for um, Prime Minister. Should should she be meeting with them? Hell no, I wouldn't meet with them. What's this silly old bugger um, Jim Bolger saying? When was the last time he, as the Prime Minister, went out and met protested? Never. Were you surprised by that comment? Oh, uh, well, I was, you know, Jim, uh, Jim often forgets his place in history. Yeah, I reckon. The, you know, the Springbok spring tour in 1981 occurred because Maldon was on the road for the election, and particularly in the rural seats. Who was his, one of his number one cheerleaders? Jim Bolger. So if you you know if you're gonna if you're gonna call for a, diff, a new historic positioning, think about the role that you played in this. Should the prime minister meet with them? No. Who's she gonna meet with? What individuals yeah, is she gonna one? meet with? What will the co-papa be? So, I'd wear a raincoat if I was her. Yeah. Some of the some of the rōpū mm. down there have been calling um, for the mandates to end. Um, the act and the national government have been calling for the timeframes on the mandates. And then just this week, the prime minister has announced that they will ease off in the next mm. three to six weeks. She said it was planned. Was it? Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I think it was, uh, to, to give her due. Although, um, it, sometime between three and six and eight weeks away, that's not um, on May the 1st or mm. on February the 28th. You Do you know, think it needs to be...? I think, yeah, I think you have to have pick, a, pick a date because all of the modelling suggests that we're going to, in the next couple of days, be at 5,000 cases a day. And I just think that that is... Look, most of the country has been uh, jabbed. Twice and three yep. times, you know. So, what about um, mm. Christopher Luxon, opposition leader, 
seems to be kind of jumping in both camps. Yeah, and some uh, of it, some of it, he got calling for them to end. And yeah, then... some of them he got a little bit wrong. Like he talked about kids playing sports. Well, actually, that's not a government mandate. A lot of the sporting groups and a lot of employers have put their own sort of internal mandates, mandates in place. You know, and there's a lot lack of specificity in terms of what he wants, even to a certain degree. Where he didn't act, get that wrong. Yeah, even to even to a certain degree where act where actors coming from, I think. But I do agree with Toe. I think we've got to have time frames, and even if it's not specific dates, what we say is when this occurs, uh, when we're over, we're over the hump. And you are right. Modelling modelling is pretty specific, and it has proved, proven right to date. Day. Uh, $140 million has been announced just this morning uh, by by Minister Willie Jackson, Penny Henare and Calvin Davis. Um, it's to support, it's specifically targeted, Willie Jackson has told party people today, specifically targeted mm -hmm. um, in an effort to get ahead of the, of the outbreak. Is this a good move? Oh, no, I think it is. I think it's, Considering that, uh, you know, the, the issues like South Auckland, Pacific Island people, Māori, Māori families, they're big families, mm. and, and they all they want is help in their own fighters when they self-isolate. So it's an acknowledgement that Māori and Pacifica are more, you know, affected, oh, yeah. and um, and so when it comes to mm. getting COVID in your household or having to isolate yeah. for ten days, another ten days, another ten days, it's that kind of help. Well, there's, mm. it, it does, and and there's a there's a case out in South Auckland at the moment where there's only about thirteen uh, children, but they're having to isolate in a church. Mm. Um, not that there's a that's a bad thing, but but here's the thing. When somebody gets it, they've got to do another ten days, mm -hmm. and then they, and then so you go ten days, then somebody else gets it. So it, it actually builds up. So where's the support yeah. for something like that? There seems to be acknowledgement uh -huh. to um, that it's time. You know, it's time to give it up to community groups to yeah. lead it because this isn't. Uh, you know, they're not determining what it should be spent on. They're handing mm. it over. Well, when 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 uh, we finally got our act together in terms of vaccination programs around Maori, what did we do? We gave it to whole order. We gave it to grassroots um, communities, Maori communities that helped out mm. right across the board. This hundred odd million dollars for Maori, forty million dollars uh, for Pacifica will help lots of communities out in needs. And you know what? A lot of these organisations don't care whether you're black, brown, or brindle. They'll just help out people in need. Yeah. I think I think that this might be the last time we. Have Able to get together in a little, little in, in, perhaps not in a fortnight time, because sooner or later, most of us will be in some form of a lockdown. Mm. Yeah. Minister for Crown Māori, Calvin Davis, mm. has come out swinging a bit this morning, telling Wātea News that it's unacceptable Māori leaders who are critical of the government <laughs> aren't putting the same energy into criticising those who are putting Māori outcomes at risk. Uh, possibly talking about Dame Tariana Turia and former co-leader Marama Fox, their support of the protest. Well, no, I, I think that um, critique and criticism is really important uh, through this all. I think some of the words that Tariana used, particularly uh, inferring that the Prime Minister had participated in some sort of Nazi ritual, was was a little bit kooky, to be honest. I don't, don't quite get that. But the, I think there is a difference between criticism, being critical, and just uh, sort of unfettered corridor that sort of has no no fundamental um, positioning of support. Yeah, former Māori, uh, well, Marama Fox is the former uh, Māori Party co-leader. Dame um, Tariana is the patron of Whānau Order. Uh, does Calvin have a point? Not really. No. I mean, you know, I, I don't. Um, I, I, I don't. I don't want to berate those people who have a different opinion than either the minister or me. Um, if they want to, people want to run around the community and be unvaccinated, 
Oh, as their buzz. I'm not. But can you be the patron of an organisation that receives millions of dollars to, well, to, order is to not, raise no, no, vaccination no, no, no. rates? No, order is not just about uh, getting the jab, you know? So I take my hat off to, to Tari for you know, where she went and when she got to and what, what she got for our people. OK, she um, has a different opinion than us in terms of vaccinations. and She's, she's anti-vax. So, you know, and I, I, I know some anti-vaxxers. Do you agree? No, I, no, I've got a fundamental disagreement. I, I, again, I just want to re-articulate that criticism and being critical is important, but I think that if you hold a position of, responsi position, uh, of responsibility in an organisation that says vaccination is the way forward, you can't have an individual... That's not the only thing you, that No, no, you can't have a, a, an individual oh. perspective Cancel that goes, culture, that's what no, it no, is. No, it's not, it's not cancel culture. Cancel her because you don't... No, no, I don't cancel... She doesn't what, agree with what you. What I'm saying but, but is responsibility to the organisation oh, yeah, that you... Responsibility yep. to the organisation right. that you are committed to so working with. Get rid of her. That's up. That's up so to the. Second. That's up to the. Oh, but, that's but, up but to the whole. Your part. opinion is yeah. that they, she shouldn't lead that organisation or be a patient. I know. No. What I no. Well, I didn't. What is say, your opinion? So, I've told you what so, my so, opinion. So, my so, opinion so, is so, that she that she needs to toe the line in terms of final order in relation to. Or else, or, she gets or leave. That's up to her. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. how's that cancelling her? Um, when you because somebody has a different opinion. Yeah, but order, like I said, is not only about vaccinations. It's about a whole range of things that our people face on a daily basis. I just, I'm just not into cancelling people because they are not listening to Jacinda or not I, listening that, to the Labor we government. Have both of you on here, so we have a plurality of voice mm. and opinion. Plurality. Tēnā, tēnā kōrua mō tēnā. So picking up on some of the media reporting around this occupation, you've got Sofa, Hoskins and etc. now big believers yeah. of uh, yeah. the right to protest. Yeah. What do you think of the media coverage overall? Sometimes you just want to walk up to them, both of them, and slap them. You know, one will we hit the other. No, we wouldn't be, do that, uh, and and we're not. Uh, you know, you mean um, they don't asking I, people to do that. They don't care about the cope up. No, of course they, they don't. don't care about the cope up no. down there. They don't care about what's going on. Hosking is unhinged when it comes to this <gasps> government. No one is. You know, and he's just yeah, got an opinion. Yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah, but you know, he's 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 a little bit unhinged. Um, you know, when it comes to this issue, and uh, I think he's just um, been a bit. Opportuni a bit of an opportunist when it comes to it. Overall, um, though, overall the yeah. media reporting on this protest. It's well, I think it, I think it's starting to turn. I think that there was some some uh, interest in in the organisation, um, perhaps even some support. A, a poll came out showing that thirty percent of people supported it. I think that the tide is turning in well, terms what, of public, what, what, what little public goodwill there was to this. What worries me about the, the whole media journalist um, input into this COPA, especially Wellington, mm. is that a lot of the a lot of the uh, the reporting has been, oh poor me, I got abused, I got you know, I mean, not that I, I agree with it, um, but hey, that's that's you know that's what happens when you've got a real. Uh, Tinderbox yeah. of 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 uh, feelings uh, down there. It's you know, we think oh, it's just the rabble rousers down there. But being on the front line, like they they want to be on the front line, it's actually hard. You know that. I know that. Shane knows that. You know. I, I think possibly the difference is, is that this is on their work front door for most of the political journalists, parliament yeah. is, and they are copying a whole lot of abuse. Oh, you know. I, I, Oh, hang on, I'll just go and get my violin. Well, well but is that acceptable? So what? Is that acceptable? But 
Jesus, when are we going to blim and think about what's happened in the last 50 years? No, like I, think I, said, I think, think I it's not I think, about the journalists. No, it's about, it's about the coping. I don't think I have seen the level of vitriol and violence uh, spoken in online towards journalists, towards uh, parliamentarians that I've seen over the last little while. And, and you know what, too? Well, I read some of the stuff that particularly oh, out, but particularly grow, grow up a little bit. You know, I get oh, what you'll say. How sad. And what I'm saying, and what I'm saying is that I, if you read particularly what Māori reporters get and what Māori women reporters get, it's unparalleled. Wow. What about how many Māoris down in Wellington at the moment? But is it okay? To, oh, is it, but we is don't it, go there. So is it okay to compare? Um, people's you know how people feel just because you know you don't you don't believe it can you just accept that the likes of Wana Mani Opoto and other Māori uh, journalists are getting lots of stuff online that's not very nice Jesus I have a, a filing cabinet four drawer filing cabinet I was only minister for three years and the, some of the shit that was sent to me mm -hmm. and said about me and my family not only from the journalists that we are talking about now. I think we're crossing. we're crossing over Kaupapa here because I understand where you're coming from. We've had those conversations before about what the, some of the things that have happened to you. I and don't have any sympathy with um, journalists. Kapai, that's all we're asking. Yeah. And also, it's a new age. Uh, if someone sent you a letter, uh, it's vile, but it was sent to you. But when they publish it online, when they publish in your home address, yeah. where you work, your personal details different kettle of fish. If we do get to come back in two weeks' time because mm. of COVID, mm. just fingers crossed, we will return uh, with a Māori political poll. Mm. Um, any ideas or any thoughts about how Tiwi Māori is feeling at the moment, how they might you know, be voting? I, I think, that I actually think that the, the Māori Labour uh, caucus has done amazingly well. And I, I don't think that the Māori Party is going to have a shit show in hell mm. of, of uh, rolling them. Yeah, I think that uh, the numbers will, the numbers for Labour will shrink. I'm not sure they're initially going to transfer to ACT or to, mm. or, or to or to National Party. They might bump up, bump up a little bit. Um, but remember, the polls when it comes to Māori uh, Māori um, electoral outcomes are not that relevant because for the Māori Party, it's about winning, uh, it's about winning their own seat and seeing if they can pick you, up another. You know, I actually, I, I'm actually picking New Zealand first to. Uh, Ghana, there some you go, support. Whanau, there, there you go. go. But I just want to ask you, uh, coming off the back of what Toe mm. just said, then where, where has the Māori Party been in the last week or so? You know, well, it's, we it's, it's what's their position it's, it's on the really quite, It's quite a difficult road for them uh, to sort of go down. You know, they they want people to get vaccinated. They want people to get on that kopapa. But I, I suppose there's an affinity with some of them, mm. some of some of them within that movement there. Uh, what doesn't help though is when former leaders suck up the political oxygen. And if I was Tariana, I would just I would want to hand that mantle over to the people who basically got the Māori Party, dragged it from its death, and got them elected again. Um, you know, let's have a bit of mm. happiness sure. and celebration and uh, upliftingness yeah. at the end of our little webcast here. So it's for, this the mm. week, it's the birthday week, I'm saying, of Te Karere. Um, mm. It's been around for 40 years. Have you got so, a reflection, uh, an experience yeah. with Te Karere? Like my brother-in-law, Tugu, uh, worked for Te Karere, mm. and I used to work for Sid. Jackson at the union office, and whenever he needed a story, he would come around and on a on a on a cardboard he would write the answers to his question, and I would 
I was used it like an auto cue. I went home, and my auntie said, oh, "I didn't know you." Chino Maori. And I, oh, jeez, I lied, but I, but I didn't tell them. <laughs> it, it, it really is a celebration because without Te Karere, there would not be any Hui, uh, there would not be any Marai. You know, karere, they, they are, be they you. are, they are the foundation to it. But remember, folks, when it first came out, two minutes. Yeah. And, it, and, and it was like, uh, for many in Aotearoa, was, uh, or New Zealand at the time, it was like the world was coming into any day. So it was a struggle yeah. for those guys to yeah. have, and, and, and women to have their say at that point in time. And uh, yeah, and, and, it's, and, and we ought to celebrate it, and we ought to celebrate the foundation they've had for many really well, we good Maori shows the, the, like the, the likes of the people that are sitting around the table. I'm one of so, Yes, you're so, one so of many, many, but you're still and... alive, you're still there. I know, isn't that amazing? But I mean, could, what, what kind of contribution do you think Takarari's made to Te Reo? Oh, huge, um, huge. You, all you need to do is turn on Radio New Zealand uh, at six o'clock in the morning, and, and there's Susie. I love the way uh, Susie Ferguson um, uses that Scottish lilt. Um, I'm not I'm not a fan of Corin um, because I think he's getting lazy uh, with his uh, uh, pronunciation. But it's because of Te Karere that we are having discussions but, like that. But here's the other thing: things have changed a lot. But it was the only time you could tune in at I think 5:45, and for mm. two minutes yeah. you could see brown folks telling oh, their five stories. To, five to six. Yeah. yeah but yeah. the point is, it was the only time that you could see our own people on yeah. television yeah. talking our that own language. That was the replay. But yeah. also, um, the other thing is that it wasn't just Auckland Central; yes. it was all around the Motu. And actually, up in the north, yeah. you know, Hirini Hirani has oh. really served the north in terms oh. of that history. And you've got Martin Rakudaku and everyone else around the country. You started to see inside Marae. Um, and and and. Um, Hidani was the cameraman, was the sound person, and the interviewer. He's the first. Um, he's the first uh, mm. journalist, uh, you know, oh, camera journalist. Yeah, you yeah, know, of his yeah. kind. Of, uh, mm. really. He was amazing. So he was amazing. and hopefully mm. another forty years. Really. Another forty years, and we will get better and we'll get stronger. And you are right. To the other beautiful thing about it, it was not Auckland Centric. It was regional Aotearoa. Mm. Yeah. Got yeah. I, I got to see into other people's marae. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and that's cool. And told good stories when often the only stories we heard about ourselves were bad. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's party people for this week. Mahi mahi nui ki te nana hotaka i tautoko. What are you up to for the next week, guys? Well, I, from a personal perspective, um, I'm just getting more used to working from home, working remotely, yep. but also keep, keeping an eye on things and, you know, preparing our own little whānau um, should we have to stay home in a sort of a lockdown situation. And, and also, I've just noticed that um, people's sort of are getting more tense about things and just having to talk to your whānau, calling them more often, and don't talk COVID, just talk other stuff. Playing golf. Thanks, playing golf. Our tournament, it's been going on for the last... Uh, Five or six weeks, we've got uh, two more games to play. Mate. I'm in with a shot. Sounds good. Go to Smash them. Kanga ahika o tēnā, kainga o tēnā, hapu o tēnā iwi ki konei tuki anuai, te papa ki atuku i te ahipukare o pāri pipu ki tō ahimanua. Uh, ki, ki reira, fita fita ai a hariake nei nei au amihingarangi, ka heke, ka kiti anō tātou i a tātou. Hairira. Hairira.